What's going on, everybody? It's Ron Brown, LMT, the People's Fitness Professional, alongside my co-host, Mikey Fever. And this is a New Yorker's Perspective, back again with the brother Sharif. Legend. The Morris legend himself. <laughs> yes, walking circle seven. <laughs> it's long. I'm not that good yet. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm not that good. But don't, don't let me get there before you. Don't let me get there before you. <laughs> you know, but see, yo, if there's going to be any kind of, kind of competition, it needs to be that kind of competition. Right. You know That's what deep. I'm saying? That's real. Right. Yeah. Right. Good yeah. point. Good point. Brother, you know, we, we brought you back on, you know, to discuss some things uh, mm-hmm. regarding the movement. I've been getting some uh, inboxes uh mm-hmm. through instagram and yada 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 i've been talking on the phone with different moors and yeah. um you know i've been hearing some things and uh you know i have some questions that i Just you know here to clear some things up to see, you know to, to 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 clear some things up so let's go let's just go right into it what is the significance of conflict between kirkman bay and millie eel Ooh, okay you went there <laughs> you went there. Hey. Let's go. All right. Let me. I want to preface. You know, I want to really set the ground floor that we need to move forward from. Okay, Prophet Noble Drew Ali, and throughout this entire conversation, we got to always refer back to this fact. Prophet Noble Drew Ali said, "Allah alone guides the destiny of this divine movement." Allah alone. So, with this, as it relates to this this conflict between Mealy Eel versus Kirkman Bay or whatever, right? And then people saying, oh, well, one group took over the movement or one group did this and one whatever. Let's go back to that statement. Allah alone guides the destiny of this movement. So either Allah fell asleep, which means he ain't Allah. Or what we're faced with right now is exactly what we're supposed to be faced with. You see, this is important. We gotta always go back to that. We gotta always go back to that because either we either we believe in Allah or we don't. All right. That being said, the significance is without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength. You're a fitness trainer, dear brother, right? There is no growth and development without tension and without conflict. Yes, sir. That's a fact. There is none. So we that's the in, in my humble opinion, that is the proper way to look at this illusion that we're calling a conflict in the movement between quote unquote Mealy Eel and Kirkman Bay. Right? Yeah. It's bro, it's 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 it's, it's creative tension that is supposed to develop strength okay you see that's what it is but what are people end up doing people end up you know an exercise brother ron is a means to an end right Mm -hmm. a bench press a burpee a crunch is a means to an end what right but then you got people that do well at a particular exercise so much so they begin to worship the exercises and they begin to define themselves based on how well they do one exercise. Right. And so they overdevelop, right? right. They overdevelop in one area and underdeveloped in another area. Yeah. This is what's happening with this whole thing with Kirkman Bay versus Mealy Hill. Here is the fact, and I'll start with this too. 
both Kirkman Bay, right? But 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 the C Kirkman Bay, brother Emilio, right? No matter what you say, pro or con, they were both members of an organization. They weren't founders of an organization. They were not prophets. That's there's a reason why I'm saying that is because people would like to, and this might, I'm going to say, neither one of them were successors to the prophet. Why? Because nothing succeeds a prophet but another prophet. That's a fact. So I have a question. Organization was birthed, was, was the prophet birthed the organization. If the, if, if, if the organization depended upon the physical presence of a prophet, then the title prophet would be a title within the organization. It's not. All right. All right. So let, let's, I want to stay on, I want to stay on uh, the first question, right? Mm-hmm. So when, just for lack of a better term, successor, yes. brothers or sisters talk about Miliel was the successor. Right. It's incorrect. Incorrect. I'll tell you why it's incorrect because the same individuals, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, I don't know, but I'm pretty, well, it's, I won't say they know, but they should, and it's easy to find out. If you read Act 1 of the Divine Constitution and Bylaws, the Grand Sheik and the Chairman of the Morris Science Symbol of America is empowered to make law and enforce laws with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Morris Science Symbol of America. That's the first sentence. What do you have there, people? You don't have a monarchy. You mm. don't have dictatorship. You get it now? Yeah. You don't have those things. You have checks and balances. You see? Right. right. Okay. So just with that statement alone, yeah. the successor talk is kind of thrown out of the window because Prophet Noble Drew Ali didn't set it up that way to where he, he didn't just set pass it someone the successor That's uh, right. position. No, it all depends on, and I'm gonna re- I'm gonna come keep coming back to this one as well because this is the big real issue, the real issue. Mm. That statement I just read that or I just quoted. What does it depend on the work? People working together. And on previous shows on your on your podcast, I've mentioned we didn't fall because we lost knowledge of ourselves. We fell because we stopped treating each other like brothers and sisters. We That's stopped right. working together. That is what in history during the, 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 the second part of the Reconquista, that is what allowed it to gain momentum was we were fighting amongst each other and the empire broke up into different sections called Taifas. That's what happened. Granada was the last one to fall in 1492. Exactly. See what I'm saying? We, so what do you think is going to happen? We're back to correct the problems that we, that, that, that we caused 500 some odd years ago. We're gonna we're facing the same problems. How do we work together? Right. So I have a, I have a question about that. Um, how did the conflict between these two men begin? Like, what was the great question? Great question. And as matter is, is wow. Let's see. Wow. Here we go. First and foremost, and this is going to be a little controversial, but hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a conflict between two individual men. Mm-hmm. Let's start with that. It was not a conflict between two individual men. Brother Mealy Eel did not make himself in terms of a title or officer position in the organization, and neither did Kirkman Bay. Neither one of them did that. And that's just the truth. This 
came about, the, the beef or the conflict came about through what I just mentioned, two groups of Moors that had issues with working together. That's what it was, right? To not go, we can go into a ton of detail, but here it is. What you had during the first setting or during the first convention, 1928, was the setting of the of the Supreme Grand Council. The Supreme Grand Council was to act like the judicial body. That's it. The grand body was to act as legislative body. The grand chief and the chairman, executive body. Sound familiar? Yes, sir. All right. That's it. What you had was now two of the major players in the rebellion against Prophet Noble Juali came out of the Supreme Grand Council. So mm. there you got issues. You get it? There was already problem. And, and here's another thing I want to say too. A big part of this, how this so-called conflict is fleshing out today is that many people embroiled in it are trying to intuit what other people nearly 100 years ago were thinking. No way in the world you can do that. <laughs> no way in the world. You don't know what people were thinking back then. Nah. <laughs> you can't judge and gauge their intent back then. You can't. And it's futile to even try. Yeah. Okay, I had to say that. Now, that being said, you had, you know, different groups bumping heads. That's what you had. You know, more specifically, officials out of Temple Number One and officials out of Temple Number Nine on the West Side. That's what you have. That's what it was. After the prophet passes, the second convention, 1929, that's when the conflict, that particular conflict, really took steam. Okay. And what it really centers around is this. It centers around the creation of another title. And that title was Supreme Grand Advisor. Mm. That was the title. Right? Okay. Now, there's a whole lot of speculating we can do. And some of that speculation is more educated. Some of it may be less educated. It's still speculation. Okay? The Grand Body convened and created the title and then elected Brother C. Kirkman Bay to that title. Then, during the convention, this was made known, right? This was made known. What I'm speaking about is history. And this is what I want to share with the viewers and the listeners. This is history. You go make a judgment call, fine. Make a morality call, fine. I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. This is what actually happened. When it was announced and made known that this took place, Brother Emilio, who was the Grand Sheik of the Morris Science Temple of America, yes, he was. He agreed with it. He agreed with it. this. Was nineteen twenty nine? This is where the conflict. So when you hear the people that lean towards, you know, Brother Edward Emilio. They'll say, well, yeah, this was the this was the mistake. This is what it's called, even in the records, even in the minutes. And, and you know, the minutes of 33, you know, the minutes of 30, 31. And, you know, this was a mistake. 
The fact of the matter is that Brother E. Mealy Eel spent the rest of his years, which were literally five years, the last five years of his life, trying to reverse that issue. Wow. That's the history. Now, there's question as to whether, okay, this title, Supreme Grand Advisor, did that make him over Mealy Eel or not? Right? So... There's also a conflict as well, and none of us can intuit, right, what the people were thinking at that time. We can't, okay? What ended up happening was that that title, Supreme Grand Advisor, they added and moderator. Here is where it ended up. Now, I'm bringing a perspective that a lot of people have never heard before, even in the organization. It is... It is um, hypothesized, that's the best word to use, it is hypothesized that the members who created, the officials that created the title, right, were doing so in an attempt to put Brother C. Kirkman Bay in the Supreme Grand Council, hence the term Supreme Grand Advisor. Why do I say that? Because Supreme Grand Council was its own department within the organization. It consisted of seven people. The titles were Supreme Grand Chief, Supreme Grand Governor, Supreme Grand Business Manager, Supreme Grand Historian, Supreme Grand Secretary. You, you see? So you hear the title Supreme, you hear the title Supreme Grand Advisor. Maybe. Right? Another thing I want to clear up really quick. The title Supreme Grand Sheik, there's no such thing as Supreme Grand Sheik of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Wow. There's Supreme Grand Sheik of the Supreme Grand Council. Okay? But the Meliel was the Supreme Grand Sheik of the Supreme Grand Council and Grand Sheik of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Those are two different hats. This is important. All right. Why, why, what, what would make that important? Because what you have nowadays is a great misunderstanding of people hearing the term Supreme Grand Sheik. They believe that that's the head of the organization. If that's the case. That's what it would read in, in, in Act One. It doesn't say Supreme Grand Sheik and Chairman of the Moore Science Team of America. No such title exists. See, doesn't exist. Now, one other thing, one other thing before you ask the next question. The title, Supreme Grand Advisor and Moderator, when they added and Moderator, when that was added, again, once again, we suspect, we don't know, that that's where the conflict really took shape. Why? Because in the Supreme Grand Council, there was a position called Supreme Grand Chairman. You know who held that title? Prophet Gujarali. But he held that title, which means in his absence, could somebody else hold that title? Sure. You start to see where this is starting to get. Somebody else can hold that title. And the chairman moderates. That's what a chairman does. Get it now? Yeah. All right. So... This, we suspect, is where things got really, really heated. The fact of the matter is this. In 1929, this was agreed to. And then you had a lot of tumultuous activity shortly after. 
This is where Ira Johnson Bay, I don't know if you've heard that name before, Ira Johnson Bay and his henchmen, you know, they they grabbed me the eel. Wow. I need you to pay close attention to the timeline or the, the succession of events. They 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 basically accost me the eel for the purpose of trying to get their hands on whatever authority gave, would give them control over the movement. Okay, so this is a this is wow, you know, is it just dawned on me. Basically, what we're fighting about now is what they were fighting about back then. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, listen, stop, stop, stop. It, it imploded. The house, the house fell. I'm glad you see that. <laughs> listen, listen, let me just say something. Let me say something. What are we doing? <laughs> Bro, you come from a school of thought, and I was a part of that school of thought as well, where we studied something called supreme mathematics. All right? Mathematics is universal language. Mathematics allows, Brother Mikey Fever, you're, you're, you're in a school of thought that deals with some things that relate to the scientific using numbers and yeah, letters. Mm-hmm. Right to study, the, to scientifically study patterns. Universe, yeah. Patterns. Listen, watch, follow me, people. Patterns. The study of patterns is the study of non-physical phenomena, spiritual phenomena. Exactly. Ain't nothing spooky about it. But you see the spiritual active active function at work in how it affects material things and conditions. So the mere fact, Brother Ron, that you can see the pattern means that you can see with what we call in the more science of America, eyes of soul. As above, so is below. As above, so below. Mm-hmm. If I want to measure the ceiling, all I got to do is measure the floor. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? But you're right. We're facing the same thing. Now, real quick, let me add. Right? Let me add. Ira Johnson Bay goes and grabs Mealy Eel. He later goes and kidnaps Brother Kirkman Bay in his home. Damn. Hold on. I want to ask you guys, you guys, a question. If Brother Ira Johnson Bay, what I said is actual fact. I'm not, I'm not trying to peer into the minds of people. This is just what happened. And this is the order in which it happened. That being said, if Ira Johnson Bay, who's trying to gain control of the movement, goes to Mealy Eel first and then goes to Kirkman Bay second, here's the question. Why did he go to Kirkman Bay second? Mm. I'm thinking more of why did he go to Mealy Eel first? Period. Like, why did he go to Mealy Eel first? Knock him out. Knock him off. <laughs> If we, we already know what his objective was, right? Yeah. We know his objective was to take control of the movement. Yeah. So, so he went to who we thought had the authority. Why would he then go and kidnap Kirkman Bay? And something that a lot of people don't know. Why would Mealy Eel be with him? With, with with the brother Ira, sounds sounds woof, sounds deep. <laughs> this is actual fact. Okay, so brother, actual fact, as in we possess the court records and Melio's testimony to the fact. Sounds like Judas and the Black Messiah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. That's not, that's what it sounds like to me. Again, this is not a morality call. This is not saying who's right and who's wrong. I'm just pointing out history. I can only speak definitively on what we can prove. Okay. A lot of infighting. Let's a lot of a lot of infighting, just like right now, based on this matter right here. Yes, egos struggle for power. That's what it became a power a power vortex, a struggle for power. Everybody. And, 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 but, but now watch, right? Mm-hmm. I always I, I always refer back to because it's so it fits, it's so apt. The mm-hmm. old Zen Buddha story of the teacher pointing at the moon, and all the students looking at the finger. What we're looking at now is people fighting over which finger is pointing at the moon. That's that's what we're seeing right now. That's what we're dealing with. Which finger? Now there's a big fight. So that's even worse. It's even so worse. They forgot the mission. Right. Yes. Yes. All right. So I want to go into uh, why does the organization under uh, Kirkman Bay have convention minutes? Uh, why doesn't? the organization under Kirkman Bay have convention minutes for the years 1930 to 1932? Good questions. All right. First, let me preface my answer because it's a, it's a good, you know, the answer is historical. Let me preface the answer with this statement. In the questionnaire, we asked the question, questions asked, what year was more science to America founded? Answer 1913 AD. Where? Newark, New Jersey. Right? 1925 is when the prophet set the first set aside the first temple in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Three years later was the first convention. Where are the minutes from 1913 to 1928? And here's the real question. Does a lack of minutes constitute a disillusion of the organization? Well, we know the obvious answer is no. No. Right. This is what's important. See? All so right. Saying, minute, there, were, there, there aren't any minutes from 1913 to when? This is what you had, 1932. No, no, this is what, let me be very specific. There are people that ask that question. And one of the reasons they ask that question is because they're also under another illusion. They're under the illusion that absence of minutes means absence of an organization. That's an illusion. They're under no, another more, illusion. More, more, more. I gotta, I, I, what I'm saying is there aren't any minutes from 1913 until when? No. Oh, until 1928, when, during the first convention. There are no minutes from that point to that there point. There were no conventions. Does that mean that the organization didn't exist? Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. I, I, know, I get what you're Is saying. It now? Okay, yep. okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's one illusion. Here's the second illusion, right? The second illusion, which uh, is a big point I want to bring up, is that when people start to say Mealy Eel versus Kirkman Bay, automatically thinking there were two different more science temples of America during this particular period of time. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. Okay? There wasn't, and yes, we can prove it. What you had from 1930 up until 35, maybe, 34, 35. What you had was two different groups of leaders vying for control of the same temples. That's what you had. 
Okay. Now, that being said, when people bring up the whole issue about the minutes thing, they're really talking about on the side of the people who followed Brother C. Kirkman Bay. Okay. So they'll say, why don't they have minutes? Well, here's the answer to that question. What took place? See, again, all, as you brothers know, when we look at history, we can't look at it in a bubble. We have to look at it within the context of what was going on around in that time period. Exactly. So let's do, so let's do that. What happens at convention? See, that's another thing too. A lot of people who are even involved in these conversations know nothing about the inner workings of the organization. So what's one of the things that takes place at convention, right? There's convention business, business of the organization. People are looking at, okay, each temple has X amount of businesses. Each temple is pulling in X amount of finance from dues and assessments. Money. Money. Yeah. Lots of it. What took place shortly after the prophet passed July 20th, 1929? Great Depression. Stock market crash in the Great Depression. It was literally, and with the untimely death of the prophet, what else did you have? You had literal, brother, you had, I'm talking about within the organization. You had kidnappings, murders, bombings of temples. Yeah. What? Yeah. Shootouts, shootouts, yeah. and assassination attempts. Get yes. out of here. Yeah, yes. Flaming yes. feathers running through the streets, running, gunning yes. each other down. Brother. Brother. Flaming feathers that's, running through the streets. That's what you had. Wow. That brother, when Ira Johnson Bay got into the shootout with the police because brother Kirkman Bay's wife called the police and said, "Yo, they got my husband." I think they got him at such and such such location. Police showed up. The police thought they were fighting Capone's men. That's how fierce the gun battle was, brother. Real talk. This is in the newspaper articles about it. Now, that being said, this is what was going on. It was literally physically too dangerous to hold convention for those years. So from 30 to 32. That's right. Now, Brother Emily Eel was holding convention in those years. He took the risk, but he could take the risk. Why could he take the risk? He could take the risk because let's let's go back. He could well, I'll just say it. He could take the risk because the historical fact is the vast majority of the temples were not with him. So the vast majority of the money wasn't either. He could take the risk. See? 1933. 1933. Like, we're not in the bit. That's another thing, too. I'm a member of this organization. I'm not in the business of airing the, 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 the dirty laundry just for the sake of views or whatever. I respect exactly. the organization I'm in. Right? Okay. That being said, I will read. Let me see if I can pull it up. I will read um, some infor- um, information just to, just to give, give greater context to what was That's going on at the time. That's it. Brother, all of the... All of this is 
All of it is, brother. So that's crazy. I never, I never, this is like, wow. All of it is. It, it so, really, really is, brother. So it's like, this is like something that plagues all of our organizations because we had, being that we had to shoot out, like, as you said, with the Moors, and we had to, I'm going to say this, I know they may, not, they may not like this, the NOI versus Malcolm's organization, when they were going at it. Brother Mikey, <laughs> see, you all are New Yorkers just as I am, right? Yeah. The mm -hmm. public in general, unless you're a real researcher, wouldn't know that there was straight gangland warfare between Mah between the Nation of Islam and Muslim Mosque Incorporated. Yeah, the 116th, that took place in 116th, that situation up there. This is, they I heard a lot know. of organizations too. When, they when know added, that, you know. That's right. You know what? I'm not going to, I'm just going to paraphrase it. This is in, and some people, unfortunately, outside the mm -hmm. organization, do have these minutes, the minutes from 1933, more science of America, sixth convention, right? Mm -hmm. The then grand chic of, you know, of uh, temple number 11, shout out to temple number 11, the then grand chic of temple number 11, brother, brother Moss Bay, brother Moss Bay. You see, if you've seen pictures of a man, a, a dark olive skinned man with glasses, and he has like a, um, a military uniform on, that has a dark crescent moon star over the chest, and he's got a sword, right? The for the drum and bugle corps, Major Mars Bay. He was the Grand Sheikh of Temple Number Eleven at the time, and you know, you know, this is what he said. This is what he said. Mm -hmm. He said, "I came, I traveled long, far and long, over hills and valleys, just to see if there's going to be any stabbing, cutting, and shooting." That's what he said. Because that was the environment. Wow. It's that was great. the environment. That was the climate. You see? Yeah, that was the climate. And those were in the 1933 minutes. Now, at that point, the year 1933, another piece of information. Now you had two conventions happening. You had that convention. You had another convention that was that, that was headed by Brother Mealy Eel. But when you look at convention, you know convention um, minutes, or not not convention minutes, but the convention program books, and you see lists of temples. It's the same temples in the same heads, which again proof of two different groups of leadership trying to vie for vying for control over the same temples. That's crazy. That's what you had at that time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just like how Ron feel like this. All this was happening. Like this is, you know, crazy. Well, I knew this was happening, right? Doesn't but it, heavy, brother. But I knew this was happening back then. But then to like now, fast forward, and we're doing the same thing those brothers did, in a, but we're not shooting and killing over it. We're not. We didn't get there. <laughs> using words online, using but, antic, right. but but it could go there. Brother, you know imagine if the money. If, imagine if the money was there. All right, grabbed in the bucket. That's all I got to say. So I imagine have a question. Go ahead, brother Mikey. Yes, sir. What about the cases, mealy ill one, the, the court cases? Any of those on record? Most of the people that talk about, or most of the pe people, well, let me not say most of the people. 
Most of the time, people speak about Amelia well, won this case, Amelia won in that case. If you ask them what the case was about, they can't tell you. Okay, they can't tell you. Okay, here is what we know. What we know is that there were there was an injunction placed on Brother Amelia. There was another injunction attempt that wasn't filed properly. And the judge dismissed it. Okay. There was a property case. A property case. In other words, personal property. Was it property of the organization or was it personal property of Mealy In all of these instances, it was not Moore Science Temple of America versus Moore Science Temple of America. It was Moore Science Temple of America versus Brother Edward Mealy Now, I want to go back to the second convention because another thing people will bring up is that, well, you know what? Brother Mealy Eel uh, rescinded the title Supreme Grand Advisor and Moderator and sent Brother Kirkman Bay a letter to that effect. Yes, he did. But he did so in 1930. Wow. And again, we're not, we're not mind readers and would do ourselves a disservice to make any decision based on based on speculating what other people may have been thinking nearly 100 years ago. That said, the question begs, if he agreed to the position in 29, why wait a whole year to rescind it? Mm. How about that? Why wait a whole year? Now, here's another question. Whether, we're not arguing whether the title put him over Kirkman, I mean, Mealy Eel or not. We're not arguing that. I'm not here to argue that. I don't know. I wasn't there. Right? Obviously, the leaders or a, a, a large group of leaders at that time believed so. That being the case, who ran the organization from 1929 to 1930? Okay. See? A lot of this confusion and conflict is less of a matter of who has information. It's more of a matter of who is thinking clearly. It's really a matter of psychology. <laughs> Who's thinking clearly? It's a matter of psychology, people. It sounded like it was on autopilot for a while. <laughs> it, but you know what? It also, too, guess what it also demonstrates to me, personally? Mm -hmm. Look at the amount of sheer foolery immediately after the prophet died, and this thing is still here. <laughs> the prophet said this you you moors have torn up everything that's been brought to you but i brought you something that you can't tear up it'll tear you up it's respect but you said it a few shows that many will pick up the principles the, the titles of more but still behave like niggas well, that's what 
Listen, and that's all of us, bro. That's all of us. We are all in the process of murdering our Negro. Yes, sir. All of us. Yes, sir. I'm doing good at it right now. Process. Now I see it. I see it. Second day with the with the with the with the with the cool feet. You go with the jokes, man. (laughs) No, no, no. no, It's all good. Yo, trust me, because I'm there too, man. I've been been reading, man. I pick up the um the book. From some from Sharif, the portable illumination book. I've been taking that one in. Yo, appreciate that. That is get into the Sagala, you know. myself. You know, you talk about you, you you are that as we say that rough ash lord. So you, you gotta be that perfect cube. Top to bottom, sure. the bottom to top. That's so, it. Yeah. Right. We gotta be and see for us, the prophet mm-hmm. Nodrali is the perfect ashlar. We're the rough root stone. Yeah. We're the we 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 are what we have to use those tools on to, you know what I'm saying? To measure all to to measure all of our lines, make the corners of our conduct square, you know. Right. It's true because it's like all these brothers that came, these ancestors. Now we call them that these brothers that came about to bring something different for the people. Yeah. It's like as soon as they demise came, it's like it lost its momentum. No disrespect. Like with the Moors, the conflict continued right to this day. Right when the father was around, yep, the nation of gods and earth. He said, "Don't, don't. If I pass, don't cry. I'll somehow get up and smack you." No, not right, 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 right. right. But right. it's like brothers didn't keep they didn't keep the mission going. They brothers still teaching, but but they. Oh no, man! Our our listen. I, you know, Prophet Noble Jali taught us in the Holy Quran and More Science Symbol of America. If man would look for his savior. Right? Or if man would look for his devil, he's got to look within. His name is self. If you look for his savior, you got to look at the same place. Right? In other words, yo, human weakness is our devil. And it, it doesn't matter what organization, you see it. Matter of fact, the mere the moment you say we're going to organize is when you see the horns pop out. Hmm. We were talking about that not too long ago. Ron, not, oh, we experienced that. That's why I say I, I appreciate this brother for taking me on that journey. Yeah. I experienced that when we tried another. It was a lot of yeah. Like, that's that's when the horns pop out, bro. The horns started organizing. Out. Stuff started happening. Like, we, had, we started. We started to build momentum, but <laughs> brothers started coming in, and then like, like it seemed like it might have been jealousy or what it was, or people looking at money. We wasn't even making money. No, like, we didn't make a dime. Like, what are you talking about? Watch this. On the outside perspective, I'm talking about the European psychology and all of its manifestations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What what other schools will call all our open enemy or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We know our open enemy is really here. Anyway, anyway, that being said, mm-hmm. right? You all know the history of racketeering influence corrupt organization laws. Yeah. 848, yeah. right? They were designed initially to take out the mob, and then they were they were uh, directed right at us. The crime is not doing criminal activity. The crime is what? Belonging to a criminal organization. In other words, organizing became the crime. Exactly. We can't do do that. Organizing became the crime. See? We have to. Because I see what fruit it bears. Like, yeah, they have the conflict within the nations, but I see what it does for you. Brother Ron and many of the Moors that I know, 
I see what the nation of God's done for brothers, the knowledge itself. They mm-hmm. clean brothers up. And even in the art of entertainment, it gave us like the rock hymns and all that. See it, right? I see the fruits that it can bear. But again, it's that nigger mentality. That's that's the poison. <laughs> like, now imagine if we're able to sustain consistent, organized movement. I like how the nation, when they, you know, the FOI, when they do a uh, close quarter drill, left face, right face, mark time march, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They call it the exercise of the gods. Why do they call it the exercise of the gods? Because each one of us, we know, Prophet Drali taught us, each one of us carries with us a part of Allah. Right? He says, when you look into the face of man, you right, you're looking into you're, you're looking at the image of Allah who speaks from within. Mm-hmm. So if me, brother Mikey, and brother Ron can move in lockstep, can speak with one voice, can think in one direction, you are literally looking at how did Jesus say in the Bible? Three or more of you come together in my name, I'll be in the midst of you. Yeah. You're looking at the manifestation of God on mm-hmm. earth. Mm-hmm. That's the power of organizing. And that's why the devil works so hard to make it not happen. I see, I see the importance of it. I see it. That's why. Yeah. And whether people realize it or not, this includes myself. Mm-hmm. If you're doing or saying anything, that contributes to conflict and the lack of organizing. You know who you're working for. Woo! Mm. Oh, man. Shots. I can't find a shot. You know who you're working for. So real. you are, in fact, the agent. <laughs> Period. 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 So now I want to go into uh, how was uh, Millie Ill line rediscovered in most recent times? I think that's a very important question. Jeez, we, that's a question. Wow. Our good brother, there's a brother, you know, powerful researcher by the name of brother um, R. Edwards Eel. Brother R. Edwards Eel, he and his team of researchers years ago put together some material called the Mucarabian Files. Amazing stuff. And then he's made a number of um, revisions and expansions. Okay? One of the things in the Mucarabian Files that Brother R. Edward Zeal and our Brother D. Eddington Eel, which is another historian, one of his partners, right? Um, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm mentioning them for a reason. One, giving honor where honor is due. Two, because they can verify what I'm about to say. In late 34, I think it was the year 35, 1935, Brother A. Brown Bay, who was the secretary under for Brother Edward Meliel during a court proceeding, Mm -hmm. told the court they no longer wish to pursue the matter due to the untimely death of Brother Edward Meliel. Wow. All right. Now, fast forward to the late 80s, early 90s. There was an independent temple operating 
in Chicago on 75th Street, 957 75th Street. That simple. There's a number of scholars out here that can verify what I'm saying. Plus, of course, we have receipts. But um, anyway, 957 75th Street, the leaders of that temple, um, a few of them, two in particular, came into contact with the assistance of Brother D. Eddington Hill, a family practicing basically in secret on the south side of Chicago, Prairie Avenue, 3718 Prairie Avenue. That family was the widow of sister of Brother Emilia, Sister Demilia. Her grandson maternally was Brother David Bailey ill. All right. It was, this is how that line came back into public knowledge and prominence. That's how. The two individuals from 950-70-75th Street were Brother Emmanuel Braswell Bay and the late Brother Percy Davis Hill. What they did is that they reconstituted what they called and what they believed to be the prophet's grand body and then appointed a supreme grand sheik and a supreme grand council. They did this around 91, 92. That's when this took place. I have a letter here. Written to our good brother, Brother Walid Bey, who was a part of that at that time. This was in June 6, 1997, from Brother P. Davis Hill. The letter says this, Islam, I find your attack upon the Supreme Council to be puzzling. Why would you blame the problems of the movement on this Supreme Council, which has been in existence for only three years? This is very significant, okay? Because for anyone telling you that our good brother Emilio had an unbroken line of supreme grand sheiks, all the let's take it a step further. Let's go back to 1935. This is a letter from Brother William Morris Hill, who on our books, when I say our books, I'm from the line, the descent line, organizationally, for the C. Kirkman Bay. On our books in that time period, he was the Grand Sheik of Temple Number 1. On their books, he was the Grand Sheik of Temple Number 1 and also the second Supreme Grand Sheik. This is a letter from him to Brother A. Grab Ideal of Temple Number 10, Newark, New Jersey. Quick, real quick, trivia. Brother A. Grab Ideal 
Grand Sheik of Temple Number 10, Newark, New Jersey. Right? You know who his, his son was? You know who his son was? This is Hall of New York history. This is also Nation of Islam history. You guys remember Captain Yusuf Shaw? Yeah, Captain, I heard of him. Captain Joseph X? Yes. Brother Joseph Gravite Eel Jr. That's right. Wow. That's right. He was the son of the Grand Sheik of Temple 10 in Newark, New Jersey, Morris Science Temple of America. Wow. It's connected. Trivia. Anyway, back to this letter. Islam, I was glad to hear from you last week, and it is hoped that all goes well for you there. It is good to know that you are still with the noble prophet. You asked about the condition of the present Supreme Grand Council, where there are those who are attempting to turn us around from the way our prophet meant us to go. You know that I was here with the prophet in the flesh, and you know also that I continue with Brother Meliel. And so when he became ill, I was selected by the Supreme Council to take his place. And this was accepted by the grand body of the Morris Science Temple back in 1934. As all would later learn the truth about where most of the new confusion had come from, it had stemmed from the fact that while it was still unknown to most outside Chicago that Brother Emilio had fallen ill, that Sister D. Emilio begun to write to others in Brother Emilio's name. And this even caused you much confusion. She had stepped over into the business. She is attempting to deny me the prophet's works and tools. She's acting just like Sister Mary did when Brother Emili with Brother Meliel when he was then amongst us. And look at where she is now. So it is not strange that she is now writing to others her propaganda. She acts like she owns the movement. Now she is seeking to take further charge over the movement. Now she believes that she has the perfect right to take charge because her husband was the one who the prophet trusted. And yet she forgets that I too was trusted by the prophet and even her husband and that he wanted me to continue on the struggle here to bring the movement back up. Okay. Wait a minute. So was she ever appointed or elected to a, to a position in the organization? Never. Yes. That's, that's, mm. Never. Now that's interesting. And, and that, that's a, there's a, there's a reason, there's a number of reasons why, um, well, uh, well, let's just hear, it, it sounded, it sounded like the, um, the split between the Shiites and the Sunnis and this is, that's what it sounds like. We have Islam. letters. <laughs> See, one of the things that he said that he said, hold on in this letter, hold on. Here we go. This is important. Mm -hmm. I openly declared to all that I would not allow her to be over the prophet in the temple. She's doing everything that she can against me, both good and evil. So be very careful about what you say and who you say it to. The problem now is that she wants to make her husband the permanent supreme grand sheik. And this will never do. This would simply further the members being led off the true path. That's like Trump saying he's the permanent president of the United States of America. And I use that analogy purposefully because we know that there are people that wish that could happen. 
Okay. This is a letter from 1961. 1961. He has been and is still filling the station, teaching love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice to the grand body and a group of young Muslims, so they will become better citizens. Signed, Noble Drali founder, Brother Edward Mealy Eel, Supreme Grand Sheik, Brother O. Lewis Eel, Chairman, Brother D. Bailey Eel, Assistant Chairman. This was in 1961. So this is evidence to what Brother William Morris Eel said in 1935 about Brother Emilie Eel's widow. That even as late as the 60s, her husband had died in 1934. Even as late as the 60s, she's still saying that he is the Supreme Grand Sheik. Here's a letter from 1981. Talk about confusion. Nineteen eighty one, October nineteenth. Nineteen eighty one. The Grand Sheikus at the time was writing a letter for literature to Brother E. Meliel. People still thought the man was still alive. As late as nineteen eighty one. So my cointel pro to me. It's 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 just confusion on top of confusion over the course of years. You know, that's what you're talking. You're talking from the 30s to the 80s. A lot of people, you know. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, a lot. Just, it's just confusion on top of confusion. Was it ever infiltrated by the U.S. government, the nation? Everybody was infiltrated by the U.S. government. That's yeah, I know, I know Hoover was out. Every organization had infiltrators. Every organization. Now, the real question is, does that disqualify the teaching and does it disqualify the organization? Mm -hmm. See what people a lot of people say run the whole. Oh, well, you know, the, the, the temple was the temple was infiltrated. What's that mean? See what the, the implication is. Oh, the teachings were infiltrated. Mm -hmm. That's the implication. No. Nah. The teaching is still the teaching. See, the teaching is still the teaching. Oh, it was infiltrated by Masons. Yes. I want everybody to do this. Follow me. Remember back in 1999 when The Matrix came out? And remember that one point, one scene in the movie where they said, where, where Neo asked um, Trinity, can you fly that helicopter? She said, not yet. And it was like, all of a sudden then she could fly it, right? Well, guess what? We could do that now with cell phones. We could fact check right now. Exactly. The organ oh, was, you know, the organization was overrun by Masons and it's infiltrated by Masons. Where? Okay. The prophet is reported to have said he took the covers off all secret organizations. Does that mean he was a whistleblower? No. It means that what he gave us allows us to be the walking, talking fulfillment of what secret organizations teach about in secret. 
Exactly. That's what it is. That being said, everybody look up. I'm not not you all, unless you want to. Look up Knights of Pythias. It's a secret organization. Knights of Pythias. Look it up. After you look up Knights of Pythias, I want you to ask yourself two questions. Where was the prophet's funeral hosted? And where was the second convention hosted? I don't have to go any further. You have to be delusional if, if, if they don't believe that more science is similar to, you know, I don't want to disrespect, similar to masonry. You can simply, you can simply look at it and be like, this is masonry. Or vice versa, right? Yeah. Or vice mm -hmm. versa. You know, matter of fact. Because mm. I always I always seen I always seen it made a connection. Get this book. Mm. By James Wasserman, Templars and the Assassins, right? And this is well known in occult circles. It's well known in the Western magical tradition. It's well known in the Western esoteric tradition in terms of history. That the West, especially the Euro West, received old Eastern esoteric knowledge during the Crusades, during their contact with their very enemy that they were fighting, which was who? The Moors. Oh, yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. What were they doing? They preserved old, these organizations or institutions preserved old Moorish culture. The foundation Mm -hmm. of Euro-Western civilization was literally born out of the ashes of old Western European civilization, which was what? Afro-Islamic. Yeah, yeah. And that is the, that's just world history. Yeah. That's just world history. And it's codified in a number of ways and then utilized to support the present-day Western Civ via secret organizations. But here's the truth. How, how, how do you, right, how do you change the narrative? Because that's what proclaiming nationality is all about. Change the narrative. You got to change it where the influences are. You got to change it where the influences are. In the Morris Guide newspaper, there was an announcement about the prophet moving home office, which was his home, 3606 Indiana Avenue, right, to Unity Hall, the community center. So how can we clear up the confusion? Uh, you know, of course, doing, you know, podcasts like this, and maybe we should right. keep talking about this so we could, follow, you know, find some kind of resolve, to, you know, to this. But, uh, how can we resolve this besides doing this? Like, what can happen? It's already resolved. It's already resolved. It's already resolved. I, I mm -hmm. want to finish the last thing I was saying about Unity Hall, 
real quick. Unity Hall was a community center. And in the Morriscott newspaper, it talked about the genius of relocating home office there because all of the civic, business, political, and fraternal and secret organizations had offices there. Yeah, hence the name, Unity Hall. (laughs) See? Those are all the people that that want to demonize Freemasonry and, you know, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. We have, and I'm not going to read it here, but we have the last, or the, 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 um, we have in our possession the interview with the last surviving member of Canaanite Temple. He was interviewed by the late Grand Sheik, the Grand Sheik of Temple Number 10 by the CLSL in the, in the early 80s. His name was Robert Walker. Robert Walker knew Prophet Noble Drew Ali because he used to go to the barbershop at 181 Warren Street in New Jersey where the Prophet taught in the barbershop. That's where he began. And he asked, Brother C.L.S. Hill asked him, was that the first time he had seen him? He said, no. I know him from the Freemasons and the Oddfellows. Mm, I heard Oddfellows. And all of the members there were members of the Lodge. And we know that as well. We know that as well. So, but now back to your question, Brother Vaughn. The problem is already solved. You know, in this respect, in this respect. Remember what we said at the beginning of the podcast. We said that the conflict serves a purpose. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It serves a purpose. The purpose of the conflict is not for us to stay in conflict and to be fighting. It's for, it's for us to rise above it. That's it. So if the predominant, so if the majority of your speech, language, activity is involved in the conflict, you know who you're working for. You know who you're working for. You know what role you play. Without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength and thought must be developed by the exercise of strength. So soon this carnal nature, the carnal nature soon became a foe that man must fight. From an organizational perspective, the people so embroiled in this so-called conflict are the carnal nature of the organization and the movement. All it takes is to recognize that fact. See? All it takes is to recognize that fact. Now, is it that is it that easy? No, but it is that simple. It's not that easy, but it is that simple. That's all. We need to determine, here's how it begins. Do you say that Allah is God? Yes. Do you agree that Noble Drali is the last prophet in these days? Yes. Do you agree that Negro, Black, Colored, etc. are inappropriate ways to, to describe people or to, not describe, to identify people? Yes. Congratulations, we can work together. There we go. That's it. That's it. Congratulations. We can work. Solutions. 